When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. On the Memphis Tigers Sports Network from Learfield, live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, this is the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show, brought to you by AutoZone. When you've got car trouble, you want help from number one. So if you've got a battery problem, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. First Horizon, the official bank of your Memphis Tigers. And by... Shelter Insurance, celebrating 75 years of great rates and personal service. Find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. Welcome to the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Here's Jeff Brightwell. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Brookhaven Pub and Grill for the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. As we're joined by the head coach again tonight, didn't get a chance to talk to you last week with the short week Friday game. Uh, Glad to see all of you out here tonight. We are going to get into some stuff here in just a moment. Before we start, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. First of all, we would like to welcome some special guests, some proud supporters of the Tigers Boyle Investment. They're at our table over here, and so thanks to them for coming out tonight. Also, they did announce for next week, and I know a lot of people will be traveling because this is a drivable road trip down to New Orleans. That'll be a 2.30 contest next week at Yulman Stadium on campus in New Orleans, Louisiana. And then Jim Bridge, our offensive line coach, will be our special guest a little bit later tonight. But we're happy to have head coach Ryan Silverfield back with us, back on a regular week. I know 
Friday, Thursdays, they move you around. That's a, it's a TV deal. They decide to do that. But I know you guys are creatures of habit. And you're glad to be back in the regular routine. Yeah, first off, thank you guys all so much for showing up tonight. Love it. Appreciate y'all's support. You guys are amazing. But, yes, I'm a, uh, we are all certain creatures of habit right now. From now on, don't want to play any more Friday night games. We'll take right. as many uh, Saturday games, whatever time they ask us to play, 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. But, uh, again, thank you guys for the support. But it's good to be back into a normal routine and get back ready for a huge game this upcoming Saturday. We're going to talk about ECU a lot tonight. We'll talk about them a little bit later. Let's talk about the game on Friday night. I know there's a ton of good stuff in this ball game that we're going to talk about. Obviously a disappointing way. It ended, and you had kind of harped on, on on special teams a bit, and it looked like the week before it had started to kind of turn the corner on special teams. Sure, absolutely. Let's make no bones about it. Obviously, extremely disappointed in the way uh, the game went Friday night, and I take full responsibility. And when the the one thing I do know is that in the locker room, that every single person gave us their eyes and said, "We got to improve." And it, it's obviously the blame is on me, but we we'll all take full accountability and responsibility to grow and go as a team. And you know, we, obviously we'll talk about the game tonight, but our, our team is fully focused on the task at hand. They've got their blinders on, understand what we need to do to get better. Uh, disappointing. And then, you know, you saw, you did get to see some good things. And so for so much of this this season, obviously, other than the first game, we played really good fourth quarter football. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you play really good three and a half quarters and, and don't do what you're supposed to to finish the game. But we're going to take the positives from that. We're going to learn from the things and our mistakes that we made. And uh, I think our, our guys are excited to get back out on the practice field and, and show everybody what we're really capable of. Well, you talked today at your press conference about the character and the way this team is, and they came uh, back ready to work. And, in fact, they, had, they got together, and uh, you had talked to them about, hey, on, on Monday, even though it's a, you know, a holiday, how about let, let's get into treatment early, let's get to study hall early, let's make this the, the best Monday possible because that can – trickle into Tuesday, your best practice, Tuesday practice, and so forth and so forth, leading back to trying to get back on track. Yeah, I mean, look, we can sit there and harp on Friday night all we want, uh, but, you know, really, after we had that team meeting on Sunday, it was, and watch that film, you got to learn from it. And like I've said in the past, even from the wins, you know, everybody said, well, how, huge win versus Navy, how are you going to get over that and move on to the next? Well, you learn from it, you put it in the rear of your mirror, and then you got to move forward. And that's just like it is with anything, wins or losses. And uh, the guys have been great. You know, they understand what we needed to do. And uh, they were great even today, just taking care of their bodies. They were, they've actually started a fall break. They have two days of that. But guys were able to get in and have some treatment and all that stuff. And, uh, and moving forward, but you're right, the, the character and the culture of our guys in that locker room, uh, they're determined to continue to, to move in the right direction. When you mentioned fall break, we talk about this a lot. It's it's funny because I think any one of our generation remembers that fall break was Thanksgiving. You get yeah. Thursday and Friday, but I, they get the uh, few extra days now. For, I, I, for don't, I didn't even know it was fall break. Someone <laughs> had to tell me. So you, you know how it is. You get wrapped up in the calendar and someone says, hey, by the way, they actually don't have class today. And I think I was the only coach that showed up in dress pants and a collared shirt today. The rest of the guys were in sweats knowing the guys were off school. You, you talk about character on the post-game show because I want to highlight this guy because, number one, he's a very good player for you uh, in Jalen Allen. Five tackles. He had the three solos, a tackle for loss and that, a breakup and a quarterback hurry. But what I was impressed with, you talk about how to put something behind you. We had him on the post-game show Friday night. He also was at the press conference, and all he talked about was game's over. I'm looking ahead. Yeah, and that's what you appreciate about those guys that have been a part of this program that understand what it is. Look – uh, I even mentioned this in my press conference. You know, everybody's disappointed. We'd love to be five and one. We're four and two. Um, 
it's not the end. Everything that we want is still in front of us. And Jalen Allen's one of those guys that gets it. He works his tail off. He's a leader, uh, cares so much about this program. And for a young man like that who's from Houston, uh, obviously disappointing the way it went, okay, great. Now what can we do? How can I get better? How can we all improve as a team and as a group uh, and go out there and put our best foot forward? I think you talked about it last year after one of the games, and I've heard other coaches talk about it. Uh, maybe more in sports that play a lot more games, a 30-game schedule or a 60-game schedule like baseball does, is that you can't let you can't let one game affect another. You can't let one loss turn into two or three. You you can really and it's it's just a momentum thing. You got to turn it right around and get back on track. Absolutely, and you know my my predecessor and you guys all know him well, Mike Norvell, a close friend of mine, and it was our third year here. We had a pretty talented roster. We were. Uh, just got our teeth kicked in by Missouri. In fact, it was 62 to 20 going into the fourth quarter. They absolutely whipped our tail, and we were four and four. And him and I were sitting there during the bye week. He throws me a cell phone, and there was actually some boosters and some newspaper writers no. that were praising him pretty good. Yeah. And then after we were four and four and lost to Mizzou, they're telling him to pack up his stuff. They forgot how to coach. And so I always keep that in the back of my mind of, look, it's – all we can do is focus on the task at hand, continue to get better, uh, you know, whether you want to call it noise or not. But our players do a tremendous job of having resolve and character and, and, and focusing on what lies ahead rather than what happened behind us. And let me remind people what happened in 2018, or for those that may not have been around, I know I think everybody in here went around. You won the last four, made the conference championship game. Yeah, that's a huge deal, right? And that's uh, we know the conference championships are our ultimate goal, and uh, that's still our goal, and it's still achievable. But uh, we can't get there unless we have a great week of practice, and we go out there and, and find a way to go 1-0 this week and beat East Carolina, and that's, that's the most important thing of the season so far. Well, let's talk about this ballgame because I think you saw a lot of good stuff. You guys kind of – let's start offensively a little bit because you guys showed, showed a little bit more. I mean, we've established a run through the pass, but all of a sudden you see a few reverses, you see the Gabe's throw over the touchdown. You guys really kind of opened the playbook up a little bit. Well, I think we talked about it, you know, for a couple weeks is how do we start fast? And, you know, we know Gabe Rogers is a very talented player. He's actually a young man that came to Memphis as a defensive back, um, and we knew he had some arm talent. And then obviously last year he was a wide receiver and a running back a little bit, and uh, everybody probably remembers his kickoff return versus Navy three years ago, and he actually ended up redshirting that year, believe it or not, and now he's going into his senior year, and uh, it was able to show some things. Obviously, reverses the, the ability to throw the football down the field and um, take advantage of what the Houston defense gave us. Well, I think the most impressive thing will not show up on stats on that pass that he had, the hit that he took, and to bounce right back. If you have a chance to go back and look at the hit he took, and he bounced right back up and was ready to go. Yeah, he's a he's a tough guy. I mean, that's for sure. He he did get hit, and in fact, they called roughing the yeah. passer on that because the uh, young man on defense lowered his head, and actually, they're not going to call targeting. In essence, they said the same difference to them, and then they uh, obviously we took the penalty on the uh, next kickoff, but. Yeah, he, he threw that ball in the dart, and it was a heck of a catch by Asa Martin down there in the end zone. Well, let's, let's take a look at what Gabe did because he did a lot in that game. Uh, 71 receiving yards, the match career high five receptions, ran for 23 yards, 
at the 41 yarder for the touchdown. Also got 33 yards in a kickoff return yards. He's kind of doing a little bit of everything for you. Yeah, and I was just told before getting on the broadcast that Gabe Rogers is one of three players in Memphis history that has returned a kickoff for a touchdown and also thrown a oh, touchdown wow. pass. So uh, Gabe Rogers goes down in a little bit of Memphis history, so that's a unique stat for us to all know now. Right, that'd be a trivia question uh, for a long time, so yeah. it'll be in that one, Seth moves to six all time in Memphis and pass attempts and completions uh, on the very first drive of the uh, the night Friday night. He continues to plug along for you. I mean, that's every time you give me a Seth Hennigan stat, it's, it's in the top the, ten, and now yeah. it's six after the first drive. Um, you know, I, I hope right two more years from now we're sitting here just saying, well, first all time here, first all time here, right. first all time here, and uh, we know how, what a special talent. Uh, Seth is and how much it, this program means to him and the way he continues to to grow and the ability to do things and you know as talked about in the press conference today is you know Seth's now ability to be able to use his legs and there are some designed quarterback runs but when things break down the ability for him to find a way to go get you know six eight twelve yards on you know being able to just when things don't necessarily look perfect to him he's able to do that and part of it's one of those things we've harped on early in the the season is his development his growth physically as well you know, not just from a mental aspect, but now being a 208-pound quarterback uh, rather than a 175-pound kid with no facial hair. <laughs> you, t you talked about we, – we, uh, you were asked about his sliding, his diving when he runs. And interesting because you, you, you talked about not a rule change, but a point of emphasis in the rules. And so sometimes you see him uh, slide. Sometimes you see him with that dive, which sometimes not the prettiest of dives, but he's trying to get that uh, – trying to roll forward and stay off the shoulder. But take us through that today. I know you'll remember what you explained about why you slide, why you dive with this, uh, this, this really attention to detail on the rule. Yeah, obviously you always want to keep your starting quarterback healthy, but uh, the more the influence on the rule this year than ever is when a quarterback starts his slide, that's where they'll rule him down. So if I'm running straight ahead and I've got five yards from where the defender is and I go to start my slide right here, they're actually going to rule me down here even if I end up three yards down the field. So wherever I start my slide, they'll rule me down here. And that's not feet. That's where the ball oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As soon as my tail starts to drop, that's where they're going to rule me down. So even if I end up three yards ahead, that's where I'll be. Now, if I go to dive, right, it'll naturally be where the point of contact is. So if my elbow goes and gets three yards, now I'll be able to gain three more yards doesn't seem like a huge ordeal but if it's a third and eight and you go to slide down and you, and you get you start to slide at you know six yards away they're going to rule you down now you're all of a sudden looking at fourth and two mm -hmm. where if it's third and eight and I go start my dive at six yards odds are I'm going to get that first down with uh with him running a little bit some of the design runs some of the RPOs you kind of alluded to it's a little bit of the modern day type of triple option Last year, I know one of the things that you and I had talked about, and you had talked about at the press conferences, was, look, we, you got to stay, we got to keep you healthy, maybe don't run so much. But now that he's a little bit more mature, he's seen a lot more snaps, there was one play you, you told us you, you kind of got onto him on the sideline that, you know, there's you, your field vision, there's going to be some where you see the lanes, just, just go. Yeah, trust it. He has enough speed that way he should be able to trust himself and his physicality and those things. You know, forever we were telling Brady White, don't run, because we knew Brady, and I can say this now that he's on staff, is a terrible athlete. <laughs> and uh, it, it, I could challenge him probably for a 5 five forty, but uh, and, and now that he's on staff, I can bust his chops a little bit about that. But, you know, forever we're telling Brady, don't run, don't run. Now we see Seth, hey, if it's there, go. Go, go get those free yards and go take advantage of it. Well, another player we've been talking about, man, he is. Th this guy's becoming a uh, fan favorite, a superstar, Caden Prescorn. 
career-long reception from Seth, uh, the 25-yard touchdown that extends his streak. Five consecutive games now with a TD. He has scored six times in the last five games. So, again, uh, you know, we, we saw Caden here and there last year, but now he's kind of continuing that lineage of tight ends here at Memphis. Yeah, I think, you know, everybody remembers our, our tight ends in the past. Uh, as of recent, right, Joey Magnifico and then Sean Dykes. And you think about those were the 6'1", 6'1", 6'2", tight ends, you know, 220 pounds. Now all of a sudden Caden rolls in, and, and Caden, like I say all the time, he's probably 6'6", 260 pounds, and he's rumbling. And so what makes him is he's a gigantic red zone target for yeah. Seth. And, you know, a former quarterback himself, he knows how to be able to find the, the seams and the open targets. But that's a, a tremendous body and length when you go from normally throwing to a 6'1", 220-pound guy. Now, all of a sudden, he's the biggest target on the field. And so uh, it's been a great connection. We hope that uh, streak continues. When you recruit a player, of course, you're always trying to project what they're going to be once they get in here after a year or two, get into a NCAA strength and conditioning program, get used to the speed of the game. Uh, I'd like you to, to tell us a little bit about what you saw and what you thought he could be because Tim Cramsey, new offensive coordinator, every time we meet with him, he says, like the first week he got here, he saw him. He's like, oh, that, that's the dude there. That guy can play. But what did you see, and, and where did you expect him to develop? Yeah, and let's be real. I mean, it's like when I always say when Calvin Austin walked in and, he, he, you know, Smalls can oh, be yeah. 145 pounds. No one projected that he'd be a, you know, high draft pick and playing in the NFL. But the reality of these guys develop. And so often what happens is a 17, 18-year-old, the growth potential between then and the, the age of 20 is huge. And some develop earlier and some develop later. And Cade's one of those guys that, like I said, he showed up as a walk-on quarterback that we said, you can't play quarterback. And we said, let's try that tight end. And I joked around two weeks ago that he barely knew how to block, and he's still learning how to develop there. And uh, But you knew that he had the, the shoulders and the, the rear, all those things that he could develop in, the hip structure. Uh, to be a bigger body. I mean, and he is every bit of 260. And you look at him on the field, you say, that's a really nice-looking structured 260-pound tight end. I mean, he's built uh, like an NFL tight end that will continue to put on good weight. And, you know, obviously, if you guys know this, he's actually truly just a sophomore. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he still technically has a couple more years to play, and uh, I think the potential for him is through the roof. When, when you talk about him coming in as a walk-on quarterback, I can't remember if it was you or Coach Cramsey at our, our radio production meeting that, that made the statement, you can't have enough ex-quarterbacks on a team. They just think differently because they've been back there. They've seen the entire field develop. Yeah, well, of course Cramsey's going to say that. He's a former quarterback himself. But, yeah, <laughs> all quarterbacks think really highly of themselves. Uh, but, no, exactly right. I think those guys that have been back there that understand what it takes, obviously to play quarterback at a decent level, you have to have intelligence. And Kane's another one of those young men that have an understanding of that. Plus, you know, he is not just a, hey, I just go out there and run routes. Now he's also taking the bull by the horns and learn how to block. And I think being a former quarterback, you're going to want a tight yeah. that knows how to block as well. And so uh, you tie all those hand in hand. And I think you go a lot of times these high school guys, we get a guy like an Indarius Coffee, right, who's a four-phase special team star for us. Coffee was a high school quarterback, right? Gabe Rogers played some high school quarterbacks. So, so often the best athlete on the field in the high school, regardless of level, is the quarterback. And then when they come to the collegiate level, you say, okay, where can we fill them in and what's the best role for them? And I think we've seen that throughout college football. Asa Martin breaks off uh, another couple nice runs for you in the ball game. He uh, you know, Look, that running back by committee is working, but it, it just seems that Asa – when you need that one tough yard, he's just 
kind of got that explosiveness or he's kind of that he's just got that mentality yeah i mean asa really is if you look at our running back room they're all sophomores or younger other than asa asa is the only upperclassman in our running back room and uh, obviously he's got experience and he's one of those but the such a unique thing about asa he is a tremendous receiving running back right and we see the catches he's been able to make he's been a threat in the passing game as well so i think that's unique he's got that slashing ability uh, sometimes has a little bit of vision where he's able to see certain things, but the ability for him to be able to not only block on third downs, but then find his lanes and where he needs to be as a receiver as well. All right. Uh, then also real quick, before we talk about some of your defensive players, you put together two of your longest drives of the season where you eat up some clock. I know coaches always like to see that 14 plays, 78 yards, 615. And the opening offensive drive, then you had a 15-play 89-yarder for 625 where you can really put something and march down the field. Yeah, I think this day and age in college football, it's so hard to sustain drives. And a lot of these you know, schools and people are just relying on the explosive play. And if it's not there, then they're punting the ball away. And, and to be able to put together drives, and obviously the end result's ultimately winning, but it just shows you, okay, one, we're capable, and two, the right plan is in place, right? If you're just having a bunch of three and outs or relying on one deep shot and that's how you, you play offense, uh, it sounds good, but that means maybe the plan isn't always what you want it to be. And we've won games with, you know, a couple of explosives here and there and not be able to do anything else. But when you go into a game and you're able to, you know, you talked about the 89-yard drive. Uh, part of that was, you know, we got the ball in the one-yard line, great defensive stop. But then, you know, what does it look like? And you talked about opening the game and, and being able to start fast. I think that's so important to what we want to do moving forward. And last thing, because you, you had mentioned that, in this day and age where teams like to play, quote-unquote, fast, everybody wants to get up down the field. You made an, you've made an interesting comment a couple times this year at the press conferences. Uh, you, you've got to play the speed that your quarterback, whether it was Seth or even back when Brady was the quarterback, because you mentioned it, even though when you watch it from the stands and there's a lot of points, you think you're playing a million miles an hour, that Brady actually did not like to play fast. The quarterbacks want to analyze. Yeah, there's no question about it. And it, it goes back to you know, seven years here when we, you know, our second year here, you know, Daryl Henderson was averaging nine yards a carry. Everybody thought we passed the ball over the field. I remember recruiting guys like, oh, you guys throw the ball a lot. And I said, actually, no, we run the ball 65% of the time. And that's, it was abnormally high. It was actually the highest percentage of non-military schools in the entire country is the way we ran the ball in year two here. And so, and, and then you get a quarterback like Brady White that wants to take his time and see everything. The old days of, you know, obviously Tennessee's playing at a high level and going very fast, but the, the old Oregon days of trying to get 100 plays, that sounds great, but if you can't stop anybody, it puts your defense in a bind. And if you don't score and you go quickly three and out, now your, your defense is back on the field immediately, now all of a sudden you're looking, oh, but our defense is also playing 100 plays a game, and that's not necessarily winning football. Yeah, and then more plays doesn't, as you mentioned. I mean, you, you, can, you can get 100 plays, but if 40 are unproductive, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, well, quick three and out, and then, uh, you know, it does you no good. Yes, it sounds good on paper to try to play as fast as you can, and there's times that we use tempo to our yeah. advantage. I mean, there's no doubt. talked about it earlier today, and there's times that you do need to use tempo, right? Obviously... Everybody always says it all the time. They watch NFL games and say, why don't they just run that two-minute offense all the time? Yeah. It works for Tom Brady. It works for Peyton Manning. Why don't they just do that all the time? Well, that sounds great, but it's, it's not a, you know, ideal because obviously defense are going to give you something different as well at the time. Defensively, Quindell Johnson uh, picks off his third pass of the season with 2.24 to go in the first quarter. He's a little banged up. We saw him in and out. How 
Can you tell us anything? How's he doing? Is yeah, Quindell will be day-to-day. -day. Obviously, we know the, what an impactful player is. I mean, he's clearly playing at an All-American level and, and, and tremendous leader of our team. And I think, you know, him being out of the lineup, um, no excuses, right? That may have, uh, you know, hurt some of the things later in the game because he is such a leader and such the captain of our team and our defense. Um, but it, he'll be fine, and, and he'll come back in full force. You've now forced at least one turnover. You go back to this 11-game span to last year in all 11 of those games. That's 25 takeaways over the last 11 games going back to last season. And that's huge. We talk about it all the time. And, I, you know, everybody always says we're some of the keys to victory. And we always talk about owning the football. You can't turn the football over in college football and expect to have success. Obviously, we had the one fumble, uh, which is inexcusable. But to be able to go get takeaways game in and game out for 11 straight games, uh, like you just said, for 25 of them, that, that's huge. That's something we're going to have to continue to do to get takeaways and credit to the defense for being able to attack the ball. I know you're an uh, O-line guy, but a defensive line coach and your defensive coaches really have to be pumped up because for the second week in a row, last week it was inside the red zone, inside the 10-yard line after uh, they had broken off that big play. But Friday night you get the goal line stand. Uh, as you force the ball over on downs against the Cougars. I, I think a lot of people in here would have immediately remembered you think goal line stands, the one we had against Alabama in 87 at the Liberty Bowl and, the, and that win over over the tide. But it was you don't see a lot of those old school, we're going to line it up, come at you, you line it up, let's butt heads and see who can uh, move the ball. Yeah, I certainly don't remember the 87 one versus yeah. Alabama. I've seen, <laughs> seen pictures of it for sure. But uh, it is good to play a little smash mouth football down there and see the defense bow their necks and, and get after them and, and be able to defend every blade of grass. Zay Collins, another outstanding game. Game high, 10 tackles, seven of those solos. He had a tackle for loss, broke up a pass, hurried the quarterback once. <laughs> we talked about it, does a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue that there's not a uh, linebacker playing better than Zay Collins in college football right now. He is all over the field. He's been tremendous. Uh, a young man that's done at a high level in our program for a long time and such a tremendous person as well. So to see what he's doing day in and day out, game in and game out, it's been fantastic. And then Savante Oliver, fifth-year defensive back, gets a career-high eight tackles and a pass breakup. I know you like to see those guys that are uh, on the last go-around have big games. Yeah, Savante is a guy that's been in and out of the rotation uh, during his time here at Memphis, but we're going to use every single defensive back we have on that, you know, on our roster and find a way, and, and Savante continues to do so. And then the, the nice addition to this team, you mentioned it today, you'd rather have sevens than uh, threes, but Chris Howard, still perfect, four for four, it makes a big, big difference when you got some consistency back there. Yeah, knocking on wood up here, it is. Uh, <laughs> and people always go back and say, okay, what was some of the, you know, why were you so aggressive last year? And, uh, but be able to have reliability in your kicking game is such a huge difference. Uh, obviously, Chris Howard's been a tremendous asset to us and what we want to be able to do. Like I told him, I'd love to just see him kicking extra points and, instead of so many field goals, but uh, he's been a tremendous force. Well, last year when you had to kind of plug and play with the injuries at, at kicker, once you got across midfield, I don't know what the specific philosophy was, but I know it seemed to be if it's fourth or five or less, you you pretty much got to go for it because you knew the field goal was not really always going to be the option there. Yeah, last year, obviously, we had our kicking woes, and uh, and you guys put on the games and watch college football, and it, it's so important to have a kicker you can rely on. You're exactly right. Last year, when we got any time under, you know, six yards or less, we almost – it was without hesitation that we thought we had to go just to give us the best advantage to keep the chains moving and give ourselves an opportunity to put points on somehow or some way. 
Well, it's a Friday night game, so you had the Saturday uh, with no game. Of course, the Sunday, you're, you're already looking forward to you get a little extra time for recovery this week because you play back on a Saturday. That's what they say. I don't know who yeah. got it. For the players, hopefully, they got a little <laughs> more rest. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you're at that point in the season where you've played uh, half your regular season games. Yeah. Obviously, we, we, we hope to play 14 games uh, this year. But, you know, give the guys an opportunity to catch their breath. Uh, get their bodies back right because they, it has been right. You talk about the different games we've been able to play, the different type of schedule, um, but you know to recover and, and get ready. And then, like you said, so much for 18 to 22 year olds in a routine, and to get back on the routine uh, as we approach you know this upcoming Saturday is huge for us. How, how is the team doing overall? I'm not just talking about because of the, the, <laughs> the game Friday, but just overall. You're six games through. We haven't hit a bye week yet. And let's face it, you've, you've played tough games this year. You're sitting at 4-2. You're in good shape, 2-1 in the league. But there's not been one of those games, and there, there are very few of them. You, you don't ever remember what happened in the past. You think everything was just, you know, you know you're scoring 50 points. It's great. I mean, this, this season, you, you've got to grind out those four wins. It's been a very physical first part of the season. And guess what? The rest of them will be yeah. that way. Uh, the day and age, anybody that watches college football, I don't take that lightly, but you just see so many scores throughout. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think anybody expected, right, Texas to put up 49 points and shut out Oklahoma 49 nothing. Mm -hmm. But the, the day and age of just steamrolling a team are, are getting harder and harder. And part of that's the transfer portal, part of it's, you know, roster management, the, things of those nature. But, yes, every game is going to be a, a, a battle, a hard four-quarter battle. And that's what we fully expect. And that's the way we built this team is in order to go out there and, and play at a high level for four quarters. And, and But the team's doing fine. You know, obviously staying healthy has got to be a key for us to have success, not only this week but for the rest of the season. But the guys have an amazing mindset. Uh, their approach, like I've said it all along, is this team. And, and, and there's been a lot of talented teams that have come here uh, and played here. We've got great personnel, but this team, they work, they care, uh, they believe, unlike any other team I've seen. Yeah, you, you mentioned that today in the press conference, and I've heard you mention it a couple times this year. Look, every team's going to be special to a head coach, but some stand out. It's, it's not always wins and losses. It's the makeup of a team. You want it to go along with the wins, obviously, but you, you, you've had a lot of great things just to say about these, uh, and I won't even say team, about the guys. Yeah, and uh, any team is a, a collection of people, right? You know, in our football program, whether it's 185 people, but the young men in that locker room, and, and we've had teams with – quite a few bit of NFL talent on them. And I don't know how much NFL talent's on this roster, and I hope there's plenty, but you look at and just see what type of young men you have in the culture, and it's credit to those guys. They're the, it's their team. It's our standards. It's our culture. It's our beliefs, and they've been phenomenal. The buy-in's been great. And anybody that's been around our program that sees our guys, listens to them talk, I mean, I don't think anybody could ever doubt there and sit there. And without a doubt say, well, th those are the type of young men we want representing the, the city, our university, and our football program. And guess what? They care about winning, and it means the world to them to do it the right way. And, and that's what gives us such hope and belief and faith. And, yeah, we got, we got knocked down Friday night, and it was ugly. But guess what? These guys are going to come up swinging, and that's what I love about this group. All right. Sounds good. Coach, we'll let you take a break. We will catch up with you a little bit later. Sounds good. Thank Th you. That is a head coach, Ryan Silverfield, a little bit later. Well, after the break, we're going to talk with offensive line coach Jim Bridge. We want to remind you, Conway Services, the official HVAC partner of the Tigers. For all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical needs, call Conway Services, the name you can trust. And 1910 Frameworks, they've got the perfect frames and mats to give new life to your art, photos, and posters. With their creative framing, they can change your favorite sports memorabilia into a great piece of art. If it's worth framing, it's worth framing right. 1910 Frameworks, 2029 Union Avenue 
1910frameworks.com. Back with Jim Bridge after this break. It's the Ryan Summerfield Radio Show from Brookhaven Pub, and it comes your way from Learfield. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, an oil change with full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advance can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Find your solution for better fuel efficiency today at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Memphis Tigers are proud to call these trusted businesses their home team partners. For all of your restoration and emergency service needs, call Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, your restoration specialists. For all of your tree service demands, use Robinson Tree Service. We know Memphis trees. And for all of your garage door issues, call Precision Door Service. We fix doors right. Support these home team partners that support your hometown Memphis Tigers. Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, Robinson Tree Service, and Precision Door Service. R.J. Young offers technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, or law firm. R.J. Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. We're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. R.J. Young is the official technology solutions partner for Tiger Athletics. The Coach Ryan Silverfield Radio Show will be live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill this season on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air breaking down upcoming matchups and providing you with the most up-to-date news about your Memphis Tiger football program. Brookhaven Pub and Grill is located at 695 West Brookhaven Circle in the heart of East Memphis. Brookhaven Pub and Grill offers great food and drink specials, and it's the perfect place to cheer on your Tigers all season long. For more information, visit brookhavenpubandgrill.com. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. We continue the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show brought to you by Shelter Insurance, continuing their 75-year tradition of supporting the communities they serve. Learn more at shelterinsurance.com forward slash 75th anniversary. And also brought to you by Grind City Brewery, the official post-game party headquarters of the Tigers. Their signature beer, Tiger Tail, the official craft beer of the Tigers. Enjoy a Tiger Tail while celebrating the Tigers at their beautiful brewery at 76 Waterworks Avenue in downtown Memphis. Please put your hands together. Welcome Jim Bridge to the show tonight, our offensive line coach. We always get to catch up with him every season. And coach, again, thanks uh, for taking some time to come out tonight. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's got to be one of those years with the offensive line. I know you guys are a little banged up uh, as a as a teacher. You're really getting uh, you're really getting the uh, the full teaching experience this year. You're moving guys around. It gets a little frustrating, I know, because they're now learning. Have you have you? to move some guys around you know in the future once they get 
used to bouncing around. You're going to have just a really experienced line. But we're, I'm looking at your roster here. Your, you know, coaches told us the bulk of this team, redshirt, sophomore, and below. And I look down here, and I see a lot of redshirt, sophomore on your offensive line group. Yeah, they're great kids to work with. Uh, it's a privilege to be around them every day. And, you know, we always say in our room that you play offensive line, you don't play right guard or left tackle and um, have to learn a system and the scheme and not just what you do as an individual on each play. You have to know what the whole group does because on any given moment, the bottom can fall out right. like, you know, like it had on back-to-back -back plays a couple weeks ago. When you talk about that offensive line group in – our, our, and I'm going to say this because this used to be the old, the old saying, the old cliche, and I'm sure you've heard it. Coach Silverfield is the old O-line coach. Has, has heard it back when I was growing up. They always said, like, that's the smartest group you've got on, on the field and the team because of the fact they've got to know everyone's positions. They've got to know where everyone is out there. Yeah, they're, they're truly selfless individuals, and they're smart. They've got to be smart. Um, there's a lot happening in front of them. When the ball is snapped, that person is more than likely moving a different direction than where he is when the play begins. And then, you know, the out of pickup linebackers that are coming from all different angles and all different spots on the field. You got to have great vision, great feet. Um, you really do. It's uh, they're they're just big athletes, to be honest with you. Take us through. Let's just say. I'm a tackle. Okay. You're coaching the tackle because a lot of people, you look down there and you think, well, you just go with the guy in front of you, block him, push him out of the way. That's offensive line, make a hole for the running back or protect the uh, quarterback. So you're, you're coaching someone at tackle. What are you telling them? What are they looking for when they're getting ready to snap the ball? What are all the checks they've got to go through? Well, the first thing, we, always, we, we have three things that we have to know on every play. We have to know who to block, how to get there, and how to block them. And that sounds like, oh, that's pretty simple. But, you know, on one play, I got a guy lined up outside of me, but the ball's going to the right instead of to the left. I go this way, and I'm actually blocking that linebacker instead of the guy, on, on, you know, in front of me. And so that's all part of who do I block? How do I get there? Um, you got to have great footwork and great balance. And, you know, we like to say you got to play wide, run wide, keep your cleats in the ground for stability, play through the ground, use um, all of the leg muscles that we develop with uh, the strength coaches and stuff like that. And then how do I block them is, you know, I could be really kicking this guy's butt, but if I'm blocking him into the ball carrier, right. it's not a good block. So you got to have positional leverage being between your man and the ball, and you got to have physical leverage, physically getting your pads and, your, you know, underneath his. So there's a lot that goes into each play, and it's not just about the guy across from you. Yeah, and, and with the modern game, too, you're, you're, we talk about all the nuances in offense. Now you see guys bouncing around all over the defensive line. The linebackers are shifting over. There's always been the blitz, but you add that wrinkle in there. There's a lot more going on across from them instead of just, just let's line up and see who's tougher. Exactly. And now with the process of a tempo offense, teams playing fast, you've got the ball on any given spot on the field, and one word has to tell all five guys what to do. One word. And 
then you have to figure out where you are on that field. Are you on the right hash or on the left hash to find out if that one word means you're going this way or that way and what they're doing across from you. And, by the way, you got about three seconds yeah. to do it. <laughs> Coach, you got a, you got a big group here on this offensive line. When you look at the modern game, too, it's, it's, it's no longer how it was 15 uh, years ago, which is not that – far off but you, you don't see the uh, the old Tony Saragusas it doesn't look like the teams even you know in your in your high p5 schools you don't see the 350 363 you're looking more athletic because of just what you said you have to be able to, to maneuver yeah the the athletes have changed so much in such a short term and you know I know we're here on a Monday night and we got yeah. the great Dylan Paramon you know you look at I've been watching Dylan play there's a perfect example of what you were talking about. You know, Dylan started at center for the Raiders one week and started at right guard the next week, and this week he started at left guard. And he's a rookie, and, you know, he did that at Memphis for us. Mm -hmm. You know, he played tackle, left guard, right guard, and, you know, and, 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 you know you, to just the, the development of players comes into being smart and willingness to learn and get out of their comfort zone and uh you know and again like i said being selfless you take dylan who everybody in the country knew is going to be an nfl draft pick at a center or guard and what's the first thing he tells us i'll go play right tackle because i know you need one and that's the group that i get to work with every day and it's like we said it's a big group it's dominated by softboards as you look on the total roster you've got your rotation in the in the games right now uh, you've been here a few years now. Obviously, you like it. You're, you're, you're still here. Talk about just a little bit about the program, your your perceptions before you came here. And now that you're settled in at Memphis, just your thoughts on the uh, the program and the city in general. Well, you know, it's been a, a real great decade or so of Memphis football. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, that's been fun to see. I've been in this business for, you know, for 31 years. And... You know, what this city and this school and the athletic directors and the head football coaches have done to build Memphis into a very prideful program. And I have seen, you know, I've got 14 years in the ACC and, you know, five in the Big Ten. And, and to see how this, the, these people care about the Memphis Tigers is incredibly humbling to be a part of. And, no, it's to you guys. Um, really, it's really great. And the kids are really fun to work with. Um, the city has got so many interesting things to it. Um, there's culture everywhere. Um, I, I got to tell you, this is a very, very unique place. Yes. And a very special place. And I will tell you, the most genuine people I have ever been around is the Memphis fans in the city of Memphis. Very genuine. That is outstanding. We're, we're obviously, we're very happy to have you down here. Before we let you go, we've seen the guys out there that are working this year. You're trying to get a few of them healthy back in the rotation. But is there a young guy that's starting to emerge at practice that could, we, we may be talking about later this year or will blow up on the scene for next season, or is there a group of them? Yeah, there's really um, excited about, you know, what's to come. You saw a big old McKylan Pounder step in there for, you know, a little bit. and He's got 
more talent in his pinky finger than most people have in their entire body. He's he's got a chance to be really special. Um, I like what you know Terrence McLean has to offer from a talent standpoint. Uh, Kendall McKenzie's really got a bright future. He's a big old powerful guy. Um, you know, I really think that there's you know, and then the guys that have stepped up this year and done great things for us with Braxton Alford, yep. and Mitchell Gildahouse, and you know, then you, you know Mac has jumped in there. It's I, it's a fun group to be around. Coach, we always appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming out tonight. Well, thank you, so, uh, thank you for having me. It's been a privilege. All right, that is Jim Bridge, our offensive line coach here at the University of Memphis. Looking for the best way to tackle your next purchase? Get the Tiger debit card only from First Horizon. Special Bank of the Tigers, easier than carrying cash. Great way to show your Memphis pride all over town. Learn more at firsthorizon.com slash tigers. And locally owned and celebrating 30 years in business, Hicks Convention Services and Special Events, proud to support the Tigers. For all your special event rental needs, call Hicks Convention Services and Special Events. We're back with the head coach after this. It's the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Comes your way from Learfield. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of gum out fuel injector cleaner can clean your entire system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $7, a great deal to help you go a good deal farther. Find gum out fuel injector cleaner and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6200 stores. Get in zone, Restrictions apply. The Coach Ryan Silverfield Radio Show will be live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill this season on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air breaking down upcoming matchups and providing you with the most up-to-date news about your Memphis Tiger football program. Brookhaven Pub and Grill is located at 695 West Brookhaven Circle in the heart of East Memphis. Brookhaven Pub and Grill offers great food and drink specials, and it's the perfect place to cheer on your Tigers all season long. For more information, visit brookhavenpubandgrill.com. Do you have an EMT, advanced EMT, or paramedic license? The Memphis Fire Department wants you. Visit joinmemphisfire.com to apply or to speak to a recruiter today. We'll give you all the details on exciting career options with the Memphis Fire Department. Benefits include up to eight weeks of vacation, sign-on bonuses starting at $5,000, and only 10 weeks of fire academy training with current EMT or paramedic license. Apply today at joinmemphisfire.com. I'm John Conway with Conway Services. Make sure your HVAC system is ready for the weather ahead by scheduling a $69 heating or cooling system tune-up with Conway Services today. Act now and we'll give you a voucher for a free heating or cooling system tune-up to share with a friend or family member. License number 64210-64365, EAS MS 19668. Call 384-3511. Conway Services. Call Conway today. I'm John Conway with Conway Services. School's back in. Are the kids going to be running out of hot water every morning? Call the experts at Conway Services and replace that old energy guzzling tanked water heater with a new energy efficient tankless water heater that never runs out of hot water. Call Conway Services at 384-3511. License number 64210-64365. EAS MS 19668. Call 384-3511. Conway Services. Call Conway today. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. We roll along in the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show, and we're back with the head coach here, Tiger Bookstore, your one-stop shop 
For all officially licensed Memphis Apparel and Gifts, the official merchandise with the Tigers, stop by the campus score on Walker Avenue or shop online anytime, tigerbookstore.com. Time for our First Horizon uh, Beyond the Game feature, First Horizon official bank of the Memphis Tigers, and we talked a little bit about it. This is our first kind of odd week. Is it is it difficult, not just for the short week as it was last Friday, but to kind of get a reset after the weekend and go back into your regular Saturday schedule? Yeah, I mean, obviously, anytime you have to change the schedule to a short week, it does make a difference, right? You know, um, this is zero reasons for what occurred, but, you know, Houston played the previous game on a Friday night and then played another Friday night, so they were into a normal routine. The, I think the biggest thing is the shortening of the, the days of recovery. You know, all of a sudden, instead of going seven days, you know, in between games or six, if you will, uh, on a shorter week, it's about the recovery. And now being able to have that extra day. And, uh, we, you know, our guys that played in the game came up on Saturday and got treatment, took care of their bodies. But it is now, okay, the chance to maybe get that extra day should hopefully help with getting our legs back, uh, given the season. Obviously, them playing a um, Saturday night away game. But I think part of it is just, okay, now we're back into a normal routine. Tuesday morning practice, Wednesday morning practice, and then getting into it. So I think we'll be just fine. And, and the, like I always say, the, the, it's easier on the college guys. They, they're yeah. more resilient than with the rest of us. It's time for the Conway Services hot play of the game for all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical needs. Call it Conway Services, the name you can trust. Proud supporters of the Tigers. Look, there are a lot of great plays to uh, pick from in that, that ball game. Uh, is it one of the uh, the highlight plays that we saw, or is there a hidden play in there that you liked the you most? You know, there's uh, two of them that I thought were pretty special. We've already talked about both of them. Obviously, the Gabe Rogers yeah, pass, yeah. you know, was tremendous to Asa Martin in, in the back of the end zone. Then also the, the goal line stand. I mean, you go back to that, and I think that's, um, you know, you're able to see the grit and determination. I think that shows a lot about a team because a lot of teams on – you know, first and goal in the two-yard line, we'll just say, okay, they're going to get in. And our guys battled and literally defended every blade of yeah. grass. You go back and watch it, and it's, uh, you know, two inches away from getting in, and, and the guys fought and, and continue to swing away at it. Do the R.J. Young outlook for the week. R.J. Young, official technology solution partner of Tiger Athletics. We're here to help you transition your existing workplace into the modern office i guess uh stuff you've talked about in the outlook for the week uh just refocus have the best week you can and and get back at it on saturday no question about it and then also you know it being a we talked about fall break someone's still gonna have to explain that to me it's like these parent teacher <laughs> conferences that all these you know right oh they're off school a parent teacher conference they didn't have those when i was growing up i don't know what the heck that no, you meant. just stood in the hallway and hope your mom didn't come yeah. out angry or they just yeah. send you home with a switch and tell your parents right, to get right. after you a little bit but uh <laughs> Now, obviously, with them having class off these next two days, we're still going to stay in a morning practice schedule, um, be able to push back, study hall a little bit. But other than that, we're, we're going to stay in a normal routine. And the biggest thing is we're not even going to – we understood exactly what happened. And yeah. now it's 100%. Now, I've, I've used the term with you guys before, is having those blinders on and 100% focus on a great conference place. I mean, anybody that's ever been – uh, to Greenville knows it's a hard place to play. So our focus on East Carolina and, and dialed in and, and refreshed, recharged, uh, and you'll see a bunch of hungry Tigers ready to go. Sounds good. Coach, we'll talk about those Pirates when we come back with the AutoZone Road ahead. Back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill after this final timeout on the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show, and it comes away from Learfield. 
Hi, Tiger fans. Jeremy here for Tiger Bookstore. Are you looking for the best in University of Memphis apparel and gifts? Then look no further. We have the largest selection of goods to make your game day, home, office, or special someone a true blue Memphis fan. So come by the store at 3533 Walker Avenue, just east of Highland, or shop online anytime at tigerbookstore.com. Off campus, online, and always fun. Tiger Bookstore. Go Tigers! Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, an oil change with full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advance can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Find your solution for better fuel efficiency today at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Whether it's a small clog or a large sewer main drain issue, the experienced technicians at Conway Services are ready to solve all your drain problems. For a limited time, take advantage of our 93 or it's free drain clearing special. That's right, $93 or it's free. If we can't clear it, you don't pay. License number 64210 64365 EAS MS 19668. Call 384-3511. Conway Services. Oh, Conway today. Attention homeowners, energy efficiency regulations are changing in 2023. New heating and cooling systems may rise drastically in price. If your HVAC system is old or inefficient, now is the time to buy from Conway Services with outstanding financing options and savings up to $2,600. Conway Services is ready to save you money and give you comfort. Call 384-3511 or visit conwayservices.net to schedule your appointment today. License number 64210-64365, EAS MS 19668. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Well, getting ready to wrap things up here at Brookhaven Pub and Grill with the head coach, Ryan Silverfield, looking for a savory breakfast experience. Enjoy a warm, buttery Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Flavorful, hand-breaded tender chicken paired with a lightly buttered biscuit. Makes the perfect start to your morning savor each delicious bite of Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit today. So let's take a look at the AutoZone Road Ahead. AutoZone, official sponsor of the Tigers. From parts to helpful advice, AutoZone has everything you need. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's... ECU and these teams go a long way back to the old, old uh, Conference USA days. And you're back first time for a while at Dowdy Thickland Stadium. And when they have, and I know a lot of people in here have been there back kind of in their heyday when they really had things rolling, it was the the toughest place to play in in the league. That's, uh, you know, we talk about so many TV market schools we have in this league. They're kind of in that, that small college town, and they've done a nice job to – to, you know, put a border around it. You don't see a lot of NC State or Carolina or Duke stuff when you go to Greenville. That's a pretty purple and gold town. Yeah, I mean, they're very supportive of their football program. It, it'll be one of those places that will probably be sold out and uh, obviously a national television game. But their fan base is, um, we have a, obviously a fantastic fan base, but their fans, uh, they'll probably sell out the game. It's a, a college town, and they take a lot of pride in uh, their Pirates and what they've been able to do. 
When you look at getting back on the road, four straight home games, you love the home games. Good week to kind of get back, circle the wagons, and just kind of see something different? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you never – obviously, there's no such thing. I would love to have a you know, 12, 12 game. home games. Yeah, that'd be great. If we could get our uh, administration to plan that, that'd be great. The conference could work with us. But it'll be good. Obviously, we, we'll miss not being able to play in front of our fans. But an opportunity to go on the road. Um, another national TV game, which is great, and it, it's a chance for us to showcase our program. Well, what do you see out of this team? They average about 31 points a game. The defense is pretty solid, only giving up a little over 21 a contest. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously that, that 21 points a game that they're allowing and uh, 3.2 yards a carry, that's one of those things. They've got a tremendous run defense. Um, you know, their quarterback is actually sixth in the country and, and red zone touchdowns. Uh, they do a tremendous job. You know, they've got another veteran quarterback who's played a lot of football, who's had a lot of success, and, and a stingy defense. Yeah, anybody knows they've got these downhill safeties that make plays. Uh, they do a great job. And you look at this team that's, you know, their team that went to a bowl game last year mm -hmm. um, and, and continue to improve. They've done a great job recruiting. They've done a good job in the transfer portal. And uh, uh, it'll be a great game. And it's a team, too. And we talked about it when Houston came in last week, how they had high expectations. Oh, a little one there. Good night, say. They had, uh, they had high expectations, and they were kind of fighting. Well, East Carolina had high expectations this year after getting to bowl. They were looking to turn the corner and out to a 3-3 three and three start, but they're probably looking at the same way any other team is. They've got six games to go, and right now getting that conference championship game is, is still open for, for almost every team in this league. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, any fans that want to take me out, that's not the way to go. I mean, I'll, <laughs> at least – Bring it at my face where I can see it now from behind. I mean, we are four and two, but I'll, whatever. At least yeah. bring it on this way. Uh, but, yes, you're exactly right. East Carolina feels like they got all the expectations in front of them and what they're capable of as well. What do, you, what do you see out of them? We talked about the points. They score the points. They give up. It, we saw them in last year in Memphis. They're pretty similar to last year. Yeah, very similar type deal, right? They, have, they return uh, their entire coaching staff. You know, they're, they're a defense that's very multiple in their fronts. They, they disguise different things with what they're able to do. Uh, they return seven of their uh, 11 stars mm -hmm. on defense. They've got one of the more veteran offensive lines. They try to run the football, and then they're going to take shots because they've got a lot of faith in their uh, older quarterback. All right. Well, Coach, it's always a pleasure, and we look forward to uh, seeing you grab that win over in Greenville this Saturday. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. Coach, we'll talk to you Saturday and talk to you next week as well. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for the support. Go Tigers. For Dan O'Brien, our staff back in the studio tonight, the head coach, Ryan Silverfield, Jim Bridge, our offensive line coach. I'm Jeff Brightwell. Thanks for joining us tonight at Brookhaven Pub and Grill. And go Tigers. Live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, you've been listening to the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Brought to you by AutoZone. Next time you need a car battery, just pick it up. Visit AutoZone.com and select Same Day Store Pickup. Just one reason why AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. First Horizon, the official bank of your Memphis Tigers. And by... 
Shelter Insurance, celebrating 75 years of great rates and personal service. Find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Memphis Tigers Sports Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.